This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Off the numbers, and it is caught. Alex Erickson just signed to their active roster yesterday. They up 24. First down, Chargers. Another Sunday evening and another disappointing defeat for your New England Patriots. Welcome into WEEI's Six Rings postgame show. And before we get into the particulars of this particular Patriots loss. I am going to do something that I do not have the power to do, but I'm going to apologize to Patriot Nation on behalf of the New England Patriots because wait, each you ev- making an apology? I the world well, must be spinning in the other direction. I rarely admit that I'm wrong, but we need to admit that we were all wrong. And this Patriots football team is far worse and far less entertaining than any of us could have imagined in the off season a couple weeks ago. We got what we wanted. We got a change at the quarterback position. Bailey Zappi made his third NFL start, his 2-0 and record on the line, hosting Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Guess what? It was a terrible football game, much like the terrible football game we saw the Patriots play against the New York football Giants and Tommy DeVito. A terrible football game like we saw the Patriots play against Gardner Minshew and the Colts in Germany. 6-0 to zero is your final. A pair? Of second quarter, Cameron Dicker field goals, the only points in the game. The offense with Bailey Zappi under center was much like the offense with Mac Jones under center. Not good enough. Although I will say, will say, positive, going to you know have a little positive mixed in here. Bailey Zappi did not turn the ball over. Unfortunately, he also uh, did not make many plays. And I will tell you, his passer rating of just under 69, nice, <laughs> not nice actually, uh, is tough to do when you don't throw an interception. He completed 13 of 25 passes for just 141 yards uh, for that 68.9 rating. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Patriots didn't score in the first half. 
Didn't score in the second half. Uh, challenged a couple times, but too many pressures, too many sacks. The offensive line that we've talked about as a problem all year was once again a problem. Khalil Mack is still a really good football player, and he made Mike Onwenu look really bad on the edge of that offensive line. Mike Onwenu, I would not send this tape out to uh, potential future employers when I hit free agency this spring because that was a bad football game played by Big Mike on the right side. But he's not the only one that played a bad football game. There were enough mistakes to go around on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, we'll be talking about the positives of the defensive side of the ball. And remember a week ago when Adrian Phillips said, well, we give up 10 points and we keep losing. we got to give up zero. Well, they didn't quite give up zero today, but they gave up fewer points. They gave up six, and they still lost. So the Patriots are... Now a miserable football team at I believe, 2 and 10. I believe if you're doing the math, Andy, that would be 13 points in the last 12 quarters for the Patriots no. offense. Yeah, that's uh, that's not what you're looking for. Second shutout of the year at home in front of the Foxborough faithful. If you are driving home from the game, as you dry off in your car, jack that heat up too high, give us a call, 617-779-7937, 617-779-7937, as you're stuck in traffic, although traffic should be a little lighter because it wasn't exactly a uh, full house at Gillette Stadium today. 37937 if you want to join us on the text line. Fitzy will be joining us soon as we break down, as I said, yet another disappointing loss and yet another disappointing injury for the Patriots. We've had to watch this team play without its best defensive players in Matthew Judon and Christian Gonzalez and one of its best offensive players in Kendrick Bourne. No Demario Douglas today due to a concussion and then end the first quarter with Ramondre Stevenson running the ball well and maybe looking like he was going to be able to carry the offense. He got hurt on one of those uh, hip drop tackles. Ankle injury did not return after the first quarter, so another one of your best players sidelined for a team that doesn't have, obviously, enough talent to overcome such injuries, if it had enough talent at all to uh, win a lot of football games this year. If you're one of those that is celebrating this post-Thanksgiving game, uh, hoping that the Patriots lose out, this was a winnable football game yet again that they lost, the kind of game that could be the difference between this team picking in the top one, two, or three picks in next April's draft. And I know. Where's that a... optimism you had last week, Andy? Who uh, who won the day for the Pats on that end? As When I sleep on it, I will be looking at the big picture. I will be looking at the positivity of having the potential to win, uh, excuse me, to secure a top one, two, or three pick and secure either um, – you know, of the top quarterbacks, obviously, in Caleb Williams and Drake May or Marvin Harrison Jr., a stud wide receiver, because I think also we learned this weekend that maybe the other quarterbacks, the Bo Nixes of the world and the Michael Penix, aren't quite ready for primetime action, although Penix got a key victory there for Washington, the Huskies, in the college football playoff. But from a Patriots perspective, yes, big picture. When Monday morning arrives and we start looking at silver linings, we will be talking about, yes, this team continues to have the possibility to win two games all year and be near the top of the NFL draft. But if you're like me, you were hoping that the one thing that Bailey Zappi would bring to his return to the field might be some entertainment value, might be some ability to watch a Patriots game and have a few highs, might be the idea that, oh, football can be fun and entertaining. Well, you were disappointed because save for a couple plays in the fourth quarter where they gave themselves a shot to actually um, maybe score, maybe steal this this football game. You had the drop from Tyquan Thornton on a deep ball where, yep, he got behind the Chargers defense. That's what he was drafted to do, right? Take the top off the defense. Oh, oh, you actually have to catch the ball when you do that? 
Uh, he was not capable of doing that, even though he did have a 39-yard rush uh, a little bit later on. All in all, it was just another dismal day for the offense. But defensively, you have to continue to praise those guys on that side of the ball. Well, can before- I ask you this before we get into it, though? Is sure. this charger The Chargers are really known for kind of being just like choke artists and getting in their own way. How much of that factors into the Patriots being effective? Because it just seems like... There's the Chargers had like what maybe four or five drops on the day. Oh, absolutely. They 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 factored into that, and I didn't think Herbert had his best day. I thought he had some balls that were behind some guys. We should acknowledge it was rainy. It was cool. There was some wind. It was not a great day to throw the football at Gillette Stadium. But I'm going to take the positive. That's the number eight scoring offense in the National Football League. Top ten scoring offense. That's Justin Herbert. He can sling the ball, and you held them to six points you held him to let's see let's read justin let's go mike francesa style while i'm flying solo here on the six rings post game show real quick Hey, it's your show right now you can do whatever you want this would be the rundown of the chargers possessions today and you tell me if this is impressive from a patriots defensive perspective again without your two best defensive players i will say chargers punt 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 field goal punt field goal punt 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 end of game Yes, that's two field goals in the second quarter, and the rest are punt, 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 punt. Just punts. So, you know, we don't need to read the Patriots because the Patriots is uglier because it doesn't include the two field goals anywhere in there. But you held Justin Herbert to 22 of 37 passes for 212 yards. He, like Zappi, didn't throw a pick, didn't throw a touchdown, had just a 75.5 passer rating. You also held the uh, Chargers' run defense, uh, rushing game very much in check. 1.2 yards per carry on 24 rushing attempts. 24 rushing attempts from the Chargers, and they totaled 29 yards. So, yeah, the Chargers are not a great football team. No, they are not. They improved to 5-7 and seven on the year, although I will continue to remind everybody they do have five losses by just a field goal. So if you think they have a bad coach and maybe that plays into their record and who they are, and you're right. Quentin Johnston, the uh, rookie wide receiver out of TCU, their first-round pick, had another hellacious bobble and drop, sort of similar to Tyquan Thornton, two speed burners that are disappointing early in their uh, NFL career. But uh, the Chargers score points. They do score points, and you held them to six points. You held them to just punts, basically, all afternoon. You got plays from all over the field. Jonathan Jones made a play. Uh, Jabril Peppers made a play. Jalen Mills made a play, like, Jawan Bentley had a tackle for a loss with Jonathan Jones in there. Like Those guys were making plays all over the football field. So I'm going to be positive for that aspect. I'm going to give them credit. That's a little uh, teaser for the uh, Patriots thumbs up, thumbs down that you might hear later in this Six Rings postgame show. The defense will uh, be represented on the positive side of that ledger. But otherwise, it's all about the offense. It's all about those who I think wanted to see Bailey Zappi who said, oh, Bailey Zappi, let's just see what he can do. And some of us in the media were saying, well, Bailey Zappi's not that good. Bailey Zappi's not that accurate. Bailey Zappi can be a little more fun. Sometimes he shows a little bit better pocket presence, but that was up and down at best today. Yeah, what kind um, of expectations were was anyone expecting? Was anyone really thinking, oh, was Zappi in there? We'll put up 20 points. Anyone? I think there were some. I think there were some Mac Jones haters that believed Zappi is better the offense runs better with Zappy. He has better pocket awareness. He makes things happen. He doesn't turn the ball over and lose his mind. And he didn't. 
he could have turned the ball over. There was another couple times where it hit chargers in the hands, but he didn't have any uh, interceptions today. I do think there were some people that thought he would be this like magic elixir, and he was not. He showed that he's not a very accurate passer. He got flustered at times when I don't think he needed to. Um, he moved around other times where he kind of picked up a first down on that one where he pump faked it, and I'm still amazed at how often those little pump fakes work on some truly elite athletes. Safeties and linebackers, they fall for that when a guy like Bailey Zappi throws a little pump fake. But uh, it worked for him. But the bottom line is uh, your offense, Bill O'Brien, who earlier this week said, blame me. Um, yeah, I think we have to start to blame Bill O'Brien more than we have. And I quite honestly have been a bit of a Bill O'Brien apologist at times this year. He was brought in here to change this offense, to be the savior for Mac Jones's career for the Patriots offense that was so, quote-unquote, dysfunctional under the guidance of Matt Patricia a year ago. And he has not done enough. He has not found a way to scheme together something productive. And some of that is on him. Some of it is the talent and the line and the quarterbacks and all of that. But I'm not sure he's... Um, done his best to make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. And he needs to face some of those questions and some of that criticism as this season continues to kind of peter out, be dismal. Um, and I go back to it, and Fitzy and I talk about this all the time on the Six Rings podcast, is the entertainment value. This is supposed to be sports entertainment. Yes, you're competing for a Super Bowl and playoff spots and all that. And yes, you're a professional and you're getting paid. But from our perspective as onlookers, the first first goal is entertain me. Like, I'm choosing to spend three hours every Sunday, and I continue to get a lot of tweets from people saying they're not spending three hours every Sunday because this team is so thoroughly unentertaining and isn't worth their time of investment. I had somebody uh, tweet me today that was like, I'm glad I'm working today because that way I don't have to watch the game or waste my time and I can actually get paid instead. Um, so that that is definitely uh, lacking with this team is just the pure entertainment value. Um, so, But the, the bottom line is your Patriots, I never thought I'd see this, and I'm apologizing, apologizing for them. They are 2-10 and 10 to start the season. They have a five-game losing streak for the first time since, I believe, 1995. Um, they are putting a worst start to a season since 1-11 in 1993, I believe. You're seeing some historically bad numbers, some numbers that, quite honestly, predate not just Bill Belichick in New England, obviously, but Robert Kraft in New England and his ownership um, so there's just a lot of poor football being played. And as I said, it's no one man. It's no one coach. It's not Bill O'Brien. It's not just Bill Belichick. It's not just Mac Jones, uh, as we saw today. It's not just the offensive line. It's not just receivers that uh, can't get open and catch the ball with consistency. It is all of it. Anyone who plays offense for this New England football team um, is not doing enough. You know, I know Brendan Staley, the coach on the other side of the field, in his post-game press conference a couple weeks ago, was kind of pointing fingers. We didn't lose because of the defense today. We didn't lose because of the defense, which is one of the dumber things you'll ever hear a head coach say when he runs that defensive side of the ball and creates a, um, a divide in his own locker room. But the Patriots have not lost a football game over the last three weeks because of their defense. As you said, wait, what was the number? 13 points? 13, 13 points, points from the offense in the last 12 quarters. Oh, yeah, 13 points scored, which, yeah. That was the same before today as it was today because there's a zero next to their name yet again. But this team is not losing games because of the defense. I have to applaud the defense. The effort, 
hey, you know what I like to say? The effort, the energy, and the attitude from the defense is is a good enough level, is good enough to win in the NFL, is, it should be good enough to win in the National Football League.